Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You were listening to episode 119, the best of 2018, with your host, Dustin. I'm, I'm keeping this part. <laughs> oh, we're, this is the intro? Yeah, I'm, we're recording. I God said it. live. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to bring you uh, a few clips from previous episodes, uh, just like the one you just previously heard. Uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to just pull the best of drink in geek out if if it's you know a show topic that we had if it's uh you know a a specific beer that we all ranked super high on it is all going to be available for you guys to revisit it's gonna be fun you better hold on to your butts but just to let you know what's on the sketch there's gonna be more uh we got best beer of the year worst beer of the year coming up uh, Nintendo 64 discussion yet again. Uh, Going to be a little bit of a discussion about our Winter Olympics and maybe a little bit about the uh, Marvel Draft. Uh, things about the guest host uh, interviews uh, and things like that. All right, without further ado, we're going to get into our first little segment. And this is going to be the best of the beers that we had and this comes from episode number 70 the jurassic park is actually the same episode that the previous sound uh came from so enjoy i know we did uh we have a special edition beer coming up yeah uh it is from was it stone ipa mm-hmm. it's the stone stout that's a stone stout so that, i think of stone <laughs> brewing i think of stone Apa right away so yeah, stone stout. What is it? The it's the Woot Stout, which is the cabul- col- col- collaboration. Collab. <laughs> From uh, what are their names? Drew Curtis, Will Wheaton, and Greg Coke. Mm-hmm. With Greg Coke is the CEO stone. and yeah, yeah, co-founder of yeah. Stone Brewing. Um, so the description of it here says it's been. Take it, thank you. It's been four years since this otherworldly stout burst out of our collective proverbial chests. Four years since the primarily viscous first release ooze snaked across the galaxy. This specialty imperial stout draws its huge flavor from wheat, that's Will, Natch, (laughs) pecans and bourbon barrels, two homages to Drew's home of Kentucky, and Greg's lifelong quest for pushing the limits of why the hell not to make bigger, bolder beers. The result is a mind-blowing... I cannot say that word. I'm a agglomeration of intense yet smooth flavors, perfect oh, for a no warm words, summer evening, a cozy winter's night, or approaching destruction of the entire human race, be it externally or an internally inflicted. For this year's bottle art, we were thrilled to entrust the task to heralded comic book writer and artist Walt Simonson. He was gracious enough to work with us in exchange for our donation to the Hero Initiative, a charity organization that provides retirement funds for Golden Age comic book artists. That was pretty cool. Amalgamation is that word. Thank you. (laughs) Amalgamation. I got it now. So this comes in at 13% on the ABV and 65 IBUs. It's an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels for a one quarter. So I'm guessing Mm -hmm. that's three months. Yeah, a quarter of the year. Yep. The bottle, which Pill is now holding, it's it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's alien themed this time. Yeah. So it's got the xenomorph, but with the three of their faces and the mouth of the xenomorph that pops out of the other mouth, mm-hmm. happening, but in their human mouth. It's a shame we didn't have this for our Alien episode. I know, yeah. and I was kind of saving it, because I got it after that episode, and I thought we were going to do another episode, and we never did, so. But you guys noticed the, the hop at the very end? I did not notice that. Oh, very good. 
There you go. Spotting things like that. I know. Um, but um, I've liked a lot of their bottles. This one's still cool, but the other one had like them dressed as Chewbacca and Han Solo and stuff. So they, each year they do something different. It's the same basic recipe, I think, but it's it tastes different, obviously, because mm-hmm. of what the barrels age it in and whatnot. So this is the 2017 version. I've been holding on to it for about a year just because it says it tastes good either way. Yep. I got a lot of tasting notes. We'll taste it yeah. first, and then I'll compare to what they say From on the here. website. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. So we don't really have to consult the color guide. <laughs> it's black. Yeah. This is Dark Knight. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. It's All an the imperial way, star. Dark Knight. Stout. You can't get any darker than this. I'm afraid to sniff it. Because kind of like it's like pure alcohol. Ooh. I saw pecans. Yes. Oh. They do have pecans in here. Wow. That's exciting. Like pecans. Black licorice? Mm-hmm. It's just pure Ooh. alcohol. Would you like to know the aroma? What the official website says? Yes, sure. Go ahead. Intense cocoa and coffee with nutty coconut. Coconut? Okay, Hints yeah. of licorice, which yeah, I thought I somebody said. said, and loads of fruity fermentation esters. Bourbon, vanilla, and yep. oak follow. So, here we go. <laughs> Jeez, it's strong. <laughs> That finish is nice. Uh, like black coffee. I remember finish. that's like Whoa. me taking my first shot of the night where I kind of coughed because it <laughs> yeah. burns. It does burn. You have yeah. to take a small sip at first. That was not a small sip. Yeah, you <laughs> took a mouthful. It did. Go. I wanted a big mouthfeel. <laughs> so what hints are we getting up front? Bourbon. <laughs> a little chocolatey. Chocolate, definitely. Okay, and cocoa. Coffee. cocoa. And coffee. Yeah. There's a kind of coconutty on the back end. Yeah. Kind of. And the says, hints of vanilla also. It says some cocoa, coffee, and fruitiness up front. Fruitiness. So Fruit. maybe that cocoa, I would imagine. Or the coconut. coconut. That's coconut. why I think I was tasting it more up front. The mid-palate is the bourbon barrel-aged portion mm-hmm. of the beer. And it's obviously you, when apparent. When you hold it on your tongue. So yeah. oak, vanilla, nut, and bourbon flavors transition to a slight alcohol heat and hoppy, yes. bitter finish. As the beer warms, a nuttiness almost reminiscent of almonds starts coming through. But they use pecans, so they're not sure why it tastes like almonds. almonds. It's probably mixed with the vanilla and yeah, everything pecan, else. It yeah. creates that. Yeah, the kind of pe- the pecans are hard to help point out. Mm-hmm. It's just heavy chocolate, coffee, bourbon, mm-hmm. coconut oh, up front. There's no way I'm drinking this entire bomber. No, I no, can see why you're holding on to it. <laughs> it had to be for an episode. It had to be an episode with all four of us. This is definitely a sipper. This is, yeah. I might need a water. Like, <laughs> all right, so the Beer Advocate, sorry to derail the website, has the picture that we're on, so that's a good, good sign. Mine does not. Uh, 4.12 out of 5. Um, Rate Beer has the 2016 picture, but... Overall, 99 and a 90 style. 794 ratings, uh, 389, 3.89 out of 5. So yep. untapped, 4.15. 30,000 ratings. And guess what, guys? Mr. Gone had this one. Mr. Gone gave it a 5. Damn. Wow. He what did he say? Decided to break one of these out tonight. It's awesome. Roasty, thick, and boozy with some hints of pecan. This is definitely my kind of beer. And somebody, and you look down at the comment section, somebody goes, a five? He goes, oh yeah, it's just got everything I like in a beer. Definitely on my list of favorites. Plus the price was crazy low. But yeah, these are really everything he bad. likes yeah. in a beer, so we know his style. Yeah. Gonna send him some booze. He's our kind of dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get along with him. Yeah. Well, he gives everything else a four and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's rare to see him give a five. Yeah, though. it is true. Because even that guy was shocked. I gave it a 4.50. I really loved all the notes in this beer. The coconut was just right, I thought. Uh, the chocolate, the coffee, vanilla, all could identify all of that on the close to the back end. The only problem with this is I just couldn't drink, can't drink much of it because it's got it burns. And it's thirteen percent. I'm definitely sharing this, yeah, like <clears throat> with all my friends. Um, but like one time thing, every once in a while, I really, I really like. That's it why a it's a one year specialty beer once, that they yeah. do. 
I give it a 4.25. I mean, it was good, but I don't know. There's just something about it that's just off a little bit for me. It does blend well. I've had some that's just pure bourbon. And honestly, right. this one doesn't burn as much as for me. Mm-hmm. Usually when I drink these, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. usually gagging. This one doesn't. But it blends well. I don't know. It just does seem slightly aged a little bit. So I don't know if it's supposed to be that way. And since we've had it for a year, it'll affect know. the flavor. So it it does affect the flavor a little bit for me. So maybe that cut a little bit of the bitterness. I don't know since <clears> it wasn't. But I thought that was supposed to bring out more of that bourbon taste. Um, I was torn between this and a four and a half. But I don't know. It's unique. And it the flavors mix well. But... I don't know, there's just something a little off on it for me, so I went 4.25. So this is going to surprise everybody. I gave it a 5. Holy hell, really? <laughs> you hate this style. I normally don't like this style, but it's because it tastes like a bourbon straight, just like I'm drinking a glass of bourbon. And this, it, I don't really feel that mm-hmm. way. I taste all the other notes, and like it is strong. It is 13%. But it also says it's 13% on the bottle. So I know I'm getting a heavy alcohol beer, and that's what it is. So I'm not going to knock it because it's getting me drunk. And I love the bottle. The bottle was the reason I picked it up uh, to begin with. And, like, really, I, there's nothing I can really knock on it. it. It's got, it's not normally my style, but I think it's delicious. So mm-hmm. obviously, it's a five. <laughs> Good. But there's nothing wrong with it, and you can't think of anything, right. any negatives, yeah. and there's Based no reason to go that, any lower yeah, than the style. I mean, this is yeah, your favorite out of it. So, of all the beers that uh, me and Saf have agreed on rating, <laughs> I do not imagine <laughs> be this beer. Be <laughs> that is, yeah, that blows my mind. This this is the best stout I've ever had. This is like zombie dust par. <laughs> You know, like I gave Zombie Dust a five. This is like for stouts. This is like, yeah, like on that kind of scale. It's like you know, we all said it's not. It doesn't burn all the way down, but uh, yeah, you still have that bourbon that. taste mm-hmm. in your mouth. You know, you drink a Dragon's Milk, you're like, oh, why did I drink that? Mm-hmm. But no, like you all said that you probably couldn't drink a full bottle of this. You bet your damn ass I'm drinking a full <laughs> bottle of this. I, in a, I in shouldn't. A, but. In a three to four hour gaming yeah. window, I'm sitting there with a glass and this bottle, and I'm kind of filling up my glass. I'm letting it get warm. I'm and it's going to taste it, better the yeah. longer it sits there, too. I'm going to drink this entire thing, and it might crack open another one. <laughs> You'll be on the floor. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I have a tolerance of a, a moose. A moose? <laughs> no, it's... I like the chocolate and the nutty taste. It's just it's really well balanced, and I think it's the maybe it's a, an appeal that it's like their only beer that they do. That's this type, yeah, of, like this yeah. strong. So they've put their efforts into this beer. So kudos to them. All right, that was the best beer of the year, but we also have the worst beer of the year. So coming at you from episode number 63, Deadpool. This was recorded in June. We have Clown Shoes Black Current Saison. I do believe we all gave it a... No spoilers. Uh, Here we are. Get a little small little clip. Hope you enjoy. I know we did not. And then to wrap this episode up, we have another one from Clown Shoes. One more beer. The black current saison, <laughs> current, 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 black current, black current. Is it current? Surrents, surrents, surrents. Yeah, I mean the K is not even in there. Really. <laughs> Don't know. Hmm. Is it like curry ant? So black curry, curry, cur ant. I don't know. And that word saison. Sayison? <laughs> Sayison? Current. 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 All right, so, season. So Laurel, <laughs> Laurel or Yanni basically stated that it was, <laughs> it was current. current. So, From so, how to pronounce current. Black current. Current. Saison. So next beer from 
Look at them shoes. Saison. 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 All right, our last beer from Clown Shoes, we have Black Current Saison. Our first guest brew. This was really an easy, a uh, really easy invite as Clown Shoes head brewer Dan Lipke is a longtime friend and a brewer we look up to. Formerly of the Ipwich Brewery, we give Dan a lot of credit for helping us in the early days of Notch. And Dan did not disappoint us with his guest beer. A classic Saison yeast meets black currant puree, puree and galaxy hops. It's tart, wildly flavorful, and pink. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the elephant paint his nails purple? I guess that's on the bottle. So he could hide in a black currant bush. This semi-tart Saison is brewed with acidified malt and black currant puree. It inspires us to rhyme, We sat in a hush, speaking of things from the land of Kush, when, whoa, an elephant with a heavy tush snuck up on our black currant bush. Oh, dear. Um, Coming, land, yeah. The land of Kush. Kush, Kush is uh, marijuana. <laughs> ah. it's, a, it's a blend of weed. Coming in at 5.45, which is odd. 5.45 ABV. Not 5.5. We didn't round up there. 5.45 AV, ABV, and I don't know if there's any IBUs, but if it's going to be tart. Yeah, it's going to be very small. And, yeah. I feel like they did 5.45 because they wanted to make sure that it fit in with the season, season's uh, season, scale. Yeah, that's true. But I thought 6 was the scale, the limit for our seasons. It says uh, 6 on the bottle. So they rounded up. All right, let's take a look at the bottle. I haven't gotten a good look at it yet. There you go. It's what he described as a guy. Oh, yeah, the, the elephant. With his toenails painted. Purple nails. And there's a weird dude in the bushes looking at him. <laughs> oh, there it is. Ooh. Is that the dude from uh, Rested Development? Tobias? Is that Tobias? <laughs> it's the blue man? <laughs> oh, Tobias. Tobias. Oh. <laughs> oh, and the clown's got his clown shoes on. Oh. Or the, yep. the elephant, the elephant has his clown shoes on. Uh, then the fields of black currants. Nothing too spectacular. Mm-hmm. Got the logo with the, the shoes. And this one doesn't have a whole lot of ABV, so that just screams out guest brew to me. Tart. Wild, tart. Wildly flavorful. This one's going to be hard to color on our scale because we don't have a pink. So we're going to have to make something up for this one. <laughs> yes, we will. It is pink. We're going to tap into our memory bank here. <laughs> memory brains. It's uh, What about um, with Deadpool? What's, I was what's say- our hair color? <laughs> it's a little oh, too yeah. bright pink, but Kiki or... Yu Gi Oh! I was gonna say, uh, wait, Yu-Gi-Oh. Deadpool put his underwear in with his costume when <laughs> <laughs> in the washer. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's too pink, it's a little darker pink, almost purple. Mm. Doing a uh, trying to find a Google search right now, <laughs> comic book color palettes. Oh, there we go. Behind colors, a closer look at comic books, pink, sometimes used for superhero colors. Man, that's not good. It's not I mean, what I'm looking for. It's close to her hair color. Her hair color's a little bit lighter. Right. We could say dried up Deadpool blood. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say Scarlet Witch comic book. <laughs> but that's not as red as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did one! Yes! <laughs> I did it! <laughs> I picked something and you guys liked it. <laughs> Scarlet Witch. I was thinking it could be like her. Yeah, I was thinking this one. Yeah. With the the rings that she <laughs> gave. Trying to do this without like knocking shit over. Oh yeah. Oh yep. Her rings. Yeah. Something maybe. The rings might be too bright, but. Yeah, so, so the Scarlet Witch power. <laughs> her mental abilities. That, that pinkish reddish. It's not pink. It's. Certain stuff. Certain. Smell fruity? Mm, a little fruity. Yeah, you can smell like that sourness. Oh, yeah. I don't know what a black currant tastes like. It's a wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a wine cooler. Yeah. Maybe this is the strange brew. Yeah. It could have been. Oh, this is black currant. You would have. <laughs> it definitely could have been. What a nail. <laughs> I nailed that black currant. Because this one is retired. I'm taking a sip. Oh, God. So how old is it? It's retired. Mm. Oh, lordy, lord, lord, lord. Holy shit. 
Give me all the pretzels. <laughs> that was sour as fuck. Well, it did oh. say tart on it. Don't be <laughs> oh my. scared that it's tart when it tells you it's going to be tart. I don't know if it needed to be it's that not, tart. It's not tart. There's nothing to do with tart. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, that's not tart. I mean, I mean, there's a little bit of tart, but it's way more sour than it needs to be. It tastes like a tree branch or something. Like, like yeah. eating leaves with like sour leaves. Reminds me of what I eat. Like, my parents, they used to have a crab apple tree in the front yard, and I would, like, take one of the crab apples down, and it would just be so goddamn sour. <laughs> and it's, like, kind of like drinking this. It's, like, it's just not meant to be. Did you also eaten. eat the leaves? Because this one would taste If I did, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like. Yeah. Um, Beer Advocate says 3.84 out of 5, very good, with 46 ratings. I don't know. There must be some niche out there that people that like this, this stuff. Black currant's like uh, a popular just, thing in beers. I just we just never had it. Don't, I don't know. I don't think I like it. Uh, Ray beer, eighty-one overall, sixty-seven style, only twenty-four ratings with an average of three point four seven out of five. Untapped gave it a three point five nine out of three thousand ratings. No friends checked it in. Brandon, random Brandon. Random, random. Said, decent. Needs more fruit flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure about that? Well, this is weird. This person purchased it at Pine River High School. At the high school? (laughs) Said, check-in at Pine River High School. Purchased. Summer school. This person said, poured into a tulip. Tasted like a tulip. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Oh, man. Several people said, it's not too fruity. It's not too good. Yeah, it's not too good. <laughs> I think it needs like a like a little more malt or something to like even it out. Just need more alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drown out this taste with alcohol. That must be the black currant. <laughs> must be part of the tree. That, the puree that they yeah. use. This is going to be tough finishing this. Mm-hmm. But I ranked it. It's not... I've had worse. Yeah, it's not a shorts level bad. No. I, I can yeah, easily finish but, mine. I don't think I'll finish anybody else's. But <laughs> Yeah. It's definitely not what I was expecting it to be. All right, I've checked in. I have no shame. <laughs> Error? Let me tap it in. Believe me, I drank cucumber IPA. Like, I can drink this. <laughs> you love all those Zimas. Mm-hmm. Zima was good. Cucumber IPA was terrible. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, I'll just get it started while we're sitting in silence. I gave it a 2.00. It's not Shorts Beer. <laughs> I gave it a 2.75. I'm more in line with Pale on this one. Uh, I, It isn't good, but I also don't think it's horrible. It is getting better. It's kind of like right in the middle. And I'm, it, I feel like there is a good beer here. It just kind of misses the mark on what I want it to be. It's mm-hmm. just... With a little bit more beer flavor and less of the black currant or whatever I'm tasting, it could be really good. I gave it a 2.75 as well. It's definitely not my type. I don't think it was like a bad beer. I can see this hitting on like for some, some people. people like it, yeah. And I think this might just be like the saison style is just kind of around this mm-hmm. type where it's just heavily fruited, like sour, low ABV. Um, but it's just not for me. I gave it a two and a half. If this was like, say, strawberry, I'd rank yeah. it off the charts. But I don't know what the hell this is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird flavor, and it just it doesn't set well. But with these high rankings, not from us, but these high rankings that other people give, hey, like you said, a lot of these saisons, there's there's a certain group of people out there that really mm-hmm. love these, but just not us. Nope. <laughs> We like our alcohol. (laughs) So along with the best and the worst beers, we actually do nerdy conversations. One of the latest episodes, I believe it was uh, episode 113, we paid respects to the late uh, Stan Lee. Uh, And so from that episode on forward, we had a special little calling card. So... Check it out. Enjoy. Drink up and geek out. Excelsior. 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 <laughs> what?
<laughs> you have to leave that all in now. Oh, I know. Drink up and, and geek, geek out. out. Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> that was last week. That's every week I told you. Drink, Drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. And a little Excelsior. Another topic that we had some great fun with uh, was the Nintendo 64. We're actually doing something special with the numbers. So if you want to know what we're doing with the numbers, just remember that the next episode is going to be... 64? <laughs> <laughs> so, what? No, spoilers. No... <laughs> Uh, we're not going to give it away. You just have to check out next week, and you'll get and to if hear. If you didn't understand what I was saying, yeah, yeah if you understand what Pale, uh, Seth was saying, Pale usually makes those weird. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, um, I'm surprised to come from you. <laughs> all right, so you know, with no, no spoilers about Nintendo or anything, because <laughs> you have to just check out next week's episode to find out our super special secret uh, 64 episode. Hey guys, welcome back. We can't tease what the episode is going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Deadpool episode, I suggest checking it out and then scrolling to the very, very beginning of it because you want to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> very end, we teased this one and we had a little clip from the Nintendo kid screaming about his N64. Or actually, I think that was Seth. But <laughs> either way, this kid... Yes, good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Next up, we have our Winter Olympics that we did. Uh, this happened to be a three-part series, so this is only a little bit from the first episode, which is episode number forty-six. Uh, so please enjoy. Uh, no pressure to go back and listen, but this is just a small little excerpt. We do. Uh, hope that if you do enjoy it, you will go back and find uh, time to listen. Uh, this week's topics are the Winter Olympics. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2018 Winter Olympics. All right, so we're going to be focusing on the Winter Olympics, uh, but we're not going to actually talk about the Winter Olympics. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're recording this before most of the stuff happened, yeah. so it's kind of hard to talk about. So instead, we're doing our own. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to do two facets of this. We're going to have our personal Winter Olympics, but then we're also going to have the drinking section, also based Olympic themed on the Olympic theme. The first team is Team Cap, which includes Captain America, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Ant Man, Falcon, and Hawkeye. Then the second team is Team Iron Man, which includes Iron Man, Black Widow, Spider Man, Vision, War Machine, and Black Panther. Then Team 3 is Team Professor X, which includes Wolverine, Rogue, Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, and Iceman. Professor X didn't actually get to be included in the team because he's actually in the Special Olympics. (laughs) Um, So why isn't War Machine in the Special Olympics? (laughs) I don't know. He he eked it out. This is pre-falling from Civil War. Oh, okay. Team 4 is Team Guardians, which includes Star-Lord, Drax, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, and Mantis. Then we had Team Magneto, but they were disqualified for a doping scandal, and all members were are now on an independent team, which includes Magneto, Mystique, Pyro, Toad, Sabretooth, and the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> and they will be in, competing in Winter Olympic-themed, like, all of these sports, mm-hmm. and we'll decide... Based on what we debate, who which team is going to win at each sport <laughs> should be interesting. <laughs> in this initial part, in our Geek Olympics, we will be doing curling and ice hockey. Kind of set our teams and decide who's going to win. Okay, what do we have? Uh, do we have like a, uh, a scoring card for the geek <laughs> part? Do we have a scoring card for the drink part? What do we got? Yeah, well, uh, we'll get into that once we get the pull player out. How about? Okay, we don't have a scoring for, we just debate? Yeah, there's not really any scoring as far as this first part goes. We just kind of decide. I think this guy is going to be better, and then whoever has like the best argument, basically. Okay. Or whatever we agree on. I'm sure we can come to some sort of consensus. Sounds good to me. But first got to set up our team 
for let's start with curling and I think I did a three members team so we got mm-hmm. the thrower and the two sweepers. Yep. So we got a for our team cap who do we think would be a good thrower? Well, I know that both Cap and Winter Soldier throw a mean uh, shield. Yeah. I know that's why I was I, I was initially yeah. thinking Cap would be a good thrower. Yeah, we can do we could probably do that. He, he would he would need sweepers hardcore <laughs> to uh, slow, slow it down. down. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, and like, if we have Captain America as the thrower, I think uh, Falcon and Hawkeye would be his good yeah. sweepers. <laughs> Absolutely, they're like his bitch. Right. <laughs> 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 just whenever he does something, he's got uh, Anthony Mackie following him around. <laughs> yeah, definitely Falcon. Yeah, um, I can go with Hawkeye. I was almost said Scarlet Witch, but I thought that might be offensive to have her being the sweeper because <laughs> she's a woman. But I just, I just don't think that the chemistry there. No, with mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. But I mean, Winter Soldier and could be a good sweeper too. Then he's got the strong arm, the one. Because he still has it right now. If War Machine has his back, (laughs) yes, this is pre-Civil War. (laughs) Yeah, Winter Soldier. I can see. I can see how. Yeah. So we want to go. I think we can agree with that. We're going to do with uh, Cap, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier. Sounds good. Yeah, I think so. All right, Team Iron Man. Who would be a good thrower here? They don't really have a person that. I mean, Iron Man shoots Black Widow. I doesn't have like anything. She could be a good figure skater, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so. save her for that. I mean, Spider Man. He yeah, he throws web. He will <laughs> push it. <laughs> I feel like slow it down. I feel like since he has that gymnastics background, that he can do some crazy like twerking of his body to get <laughs> momentum. That he oh, could yeah. probably you know rev it up to throw it. But they're definitely at a disadvantage. Uh, between Cap and Iron Man because he they don't have a, a thrower. No. Uh, and Black, I don't know, Black Panther. The movie's coming out. We still have... Uh, yeah, we it comes out next week. Yeah, the 16th. So we're, we're still trying to figure out... What his skills are. Yeah, well, right. like what he's about. We saw him one time. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to see. But for me, I just don't think that he's going to ride saddle to anybody. Mm. He seems very agile from based yeah. on what we saw, but it's right. hard to really say i think mm, this is just me i think that you would have a spider-man thrower and then both the uh the mechanical yeah, suits as, i was gonna say as a sweepers too. yeah i feel like them in the suits would be good sweepers yeah because then they could just make a sweeper out of whatever suit power it just melt the ice oh. i feel like and that's the case. Both War Machine and Iron Man, as their sweepers, they have a huge advantage over... <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Over the Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right. So let's go with that. Yeah, we'll do that. It works. Spider-Man, Iron Man, and War Machine. All right. We got Professor X. So we need someone... They don't have a good thrower guy either. You need Iceman. Iceman, I think he'll be critical in all of these <laughs> all of <them>. sports. <laughs> yeah. The true question is can they use their powers? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean Rogue doesn't really have powers, so it doesn't matter I mean, she could go touch Iceman at some point and steal his powers. Yeah. That's true. It'll just put him at a disadvantage. I feel like Storm could use some kind of blizzardy powers and screw other players up. Mm-hmm. I mean Storm and Iceman would be perfect mm-hmm. together in tandem. Uh, I mean, Jean Grey can't really do much because she'll take a step and she'll melt the ice. <laughs> yeah, she has more mental abilities. Yeah, I mean, Wolverine is just pure yeah. strength. He could sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cyclops, honestly, could probably laser a path. Oh yeah, Ooh. to the bullseye, and then as the as it slowly makes the way, then uh, Bobby can fill it back in. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And just give it the right amount of ramp or whatever yeah. it needs to either slow it down or... Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, but who's going to throw it? We're just going to th- throw away Rogue on a throwing it? So <laughs> yeah, she we can, might as well. Just yeah. So her, she can her in there. follow her boyfriend around? <laughs> you don't need much strength if they're going to use their powers like that. Yeah. 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 I would put He's her like, in there. All right, all right. Rogue, all we need you to do, do is just push this. <laughs> put it in a line. <laughs> push it. You see, you see this line that I made for you? <laughs> Hit that <No>. line. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. If they don't get gold medal, then she, then she obviously missed. 
that line. <laughs> so I think that's a good combination. Yep. Cyclops and Iceman at least running the... Not really sweepers, <laughs> but they're definitely running it down there. I like it. Okay. Then we got Guardians. So, I mean, Drax has got the strength he could throw, mm-hmm. I think. Rocket could... De- develop something to, <laughs> to like shoot it down there i don't know if he can yeah. use a gun to shoot it down the ice Some, could he do a like a mechanical sweep thing yeah like iron man all that i mean i could see groot throwing it but not letting it go and yeah, yeah just, just guiding it, it. <laughs> let it drop it on top of where it belongs <laughs> stretch his arm out all right I just think there's there's plenty of animosity between all of them <laughs> yeah they don't have a good chemistry at this point no <laughs> Right. Oh, Team Guardians. <laughs> Let's just say this Groot solo. He's going yeah, to do, gonna it, do all. it all. <laughs> they're going to argue about it. And, and Groot will just do it. Drop it on there while they're trying to decide who's, yes. who's doing what. He just goes and does it while their backs are turned. <laughs> uh, poor Independent. They couldn't get three people together to do it, so they no. didn't participate. <laughs> Juggernaut stepped out there and broke through the ice and... But he only broke through the ice because Pyro weakened it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Poor independence. You shouldn't be doping, bros. Screwed it up for the whole villain squad. All right, now we got to put a first, second, and third place on these teams. I honestly think that the X-Men are really going to be hard to beat with with the lineup that we created. I don't think they're going to be really hard, I'd say, first with them. Uh, Yeah. But I think Groot's going to have the good drop on him, too, or he could just... true. Mm. Put it right where it belongs. But are they going to count that? <laughs> sure, be cheating. Is it cheating? He's yeah, still behind the line, but you're supposed to let it go. So I don't know what the official curling rules yeah. are. Yeah, he they get disqualified because you're supposed to let it go before you cross the line. So you're out. <laughs> so would he Iron would. Man be second then with their technology? I think mm. there's a good possibility yeah. of that happening. Even though, like, I'm a Cap fan, it's just you don't have the great of sweepers over no, there. No, yeah, it's all strength with them, and mm-hmm. I feel like the technology can beat them out, so we'll give them the bronze. Yep, so it goes uh, number one with Professor X team, number two, Team Iron Man, and then number three, Cap. Now we got hockey. Hmm. So, yeah, I put this as a full team, even though there's only five people on the ice at one time. We got, right. we got one bench warmer that can come off uh, if somebody gets tired or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to start with Team Cap. We're putting Scarlet Witch in the goal. Yeah, she's got that like <laughs> shield that she can... She'll, she's not the greatest at controlling it yet, but I feel like she can block a puck. Age of Ultron, <laughs> that scene where she's by herself defending yeah. that... Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Destroying everything. Pissed off her brother died. Uh, we won't have that, you know, for this as a motivation, <laughs> but I think she can probably do it. I like her as a goalie. I mean, Cap's got a shield. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get anything but it. If he's, he's paying attention. Too. That or a defenseman, you know? Yeah, I feel like he'd be better on the ice, like, moving around and mm-hmm. as a defenseman, yeah. All right. So then all that's left are the left, right, and the center. Um so really it doesn't matter. Hawkeye would be center because the left and the right wings are the ones that attack and the dude in the center kind of hangs back. And that's what he does. He hangs back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ant-Man is Ant-Man probably going to ride the bench. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too because um, based on Hawkeye's bow, if he's that good at, yeah. at aim and so is Winter Soldier with like guns, I mm-hmm. feel like they have good aim. Absolutely. That'd be... Yeah, and... Uh, Falcon was in the military. Mm-hmm. Like he has a good aim too. I feel not a direct correlation. <laughs> so not strong defense on this team. We got strong offense. I mean, Cap's pretty good defense, but yeah, he can't do it all. Yeah, I know. Well, you only have one defenseman. That's true. So you have three offensive people, one defender, and, and then a goalie. goalie. It's gonna be hard to get past the Scarlet Witch. It is gonna be tough. Hmm. And all the defenseman needs to do is knock out the automatic censoring for, <laughs> for Iron Man, so that's not going to work. All right. Speaking of that, who is on the Man. ice for Iron Man? Hmm. Yeah. I don't really see a goalie up there. I don't either. They don't have a good no. defense. I feel like War Machine and Iron Man would be like the front lines. Mm-hmm. 
Spider-Man can make a net of his own in front of the net. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's Good agile. Defense there. Yeah. Jump around. Pew! <laughs> Pew! <laughs> <laughs> Who would you put on the bench? Probably Black Widow. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, okay. she offers nothing to the team. She can kick ass. Right. And she has those lightning. So that's why she's on the bench. She's the enforcer. So yeah. when, <laughs> when the other team gets in a fight out. and be like, all right, Black Widow, you're in. Go beat the shit out of this when guy. You, when you pull the goalie, you know, she comes <laughs> yeah. out and starts punching people, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was either her or Black Panther. One of the blacks I was going to put on the bench. Uh, moving on. Professor so X. X. Wait, so we're just not even going to fill out the Iron Man team? No. They're just going to lose? <laughs> I think they don't. I think uh, they're going to lose the team cap anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so I'm not going to fill out the whole team. I think just based on the defense there, they stand a better chance. Yeah. Professor X. Iceman. He's got to be out there. Yeah. I would probably put Wolverine in goal. He's got the most... Well, he, he's the smallest person in comic books, but I feel like he can block... Mm-hmm. With his claws, pretty well, and he he doesn't need pads or anything. He'll just yeah. take the pucks yeah, off the face and just bounce right off his head. Again, Rogue, you offer nothing <laughs> for yeah, this. You're gonna be on the bench, yeah. Unless you need to suck the life out of somebody and well, kill them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not about murder in the Winter Olympics. Jean Grey's not offering much either. Mm-mm. Storm and Iceman would be pretty good defense. Yeah, you know, you can make the wall up some ice or you can you know the wind, blow the storm yeah. through there and Absolutely. knock the puck off goal yeah make it impossible for them to see <laughs> I mean, they, don't, they don't really have any strikers though like anybody mm-hmm. going up and shooting no but I think that Cyclops would be the one to take the shots yeah since obviously. he is you know team captain all the way around <laughs> <laughs> that's a that'd be a decent setup I just don't think they're going to win hockey no I put them somewhere in the middle they might get silver or bronze Right. Yeah. Um, Guardians. Groot in the goal. Groot. Yep. Yeah, he'd be a good goalie. Or Drax. He just put up his uh, wooden <laughs> yeah, shield. shields. And Drax would be like the defenseman. Mm-hmm. And then you have Gomorrah and Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably Rocket. I think Rocket. I think Rocket would be good. He yeah. just doesn't do too much, except for like put the other team to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, go sleep, go sleep. <laughs> Or makes them sad. She's like, oh, you you have, uh, you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know a lot of what she does except for put people to sleep. Yeah. Her <laughs> role was very minimal. <laughs> Guardians, too. I think Guardians would do well I think in this event. Do, I think they'd do really well as well. I think they're a good so, matchup with the Professor X team. Hmm. I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to give Team Cap the gold on this one, though. I think so. I think so. Uh, it's just they the in the fight the civil war fight that hasn't happened yet apparently <laughs> they, they they split up into teams obviously but they yeah. just haven't fought they work out really well in the fight like yeah between Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon even though they say they hate each other <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's great chemistry I think a team cap right now that's probably why they're team cap. Iron Man just loses it, so they're yeah. not even gonna they're not even gonna place. <laughs> um, which means probably mm. I think Guardians would be a number I think two. They're That's what I'm team. thinking. They could pull it together from their mishaps with the uh, curling. <laughs> yeah, Star Lord gave them the speech after they got disqualified. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like we're a bunch of losers. Yeah. I mean, the whole Miracle on Ice speech in the locker yeah. room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, so that puts. Them at the silver and Professor X. Six. Is brown. Yeah, that's brown. All right. And that's the only sports I had for this first round. All right. One last clip is going to be the Avengers Draft episode 57. It is going to be a small little excerpt of the final battle uh, and it should have the rankings as well. So please enjoy. I know we did. I'm getting that dick. And it's hazy. I'm so. getting that dick feel again. <laughs> dick feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back. This is episode number 57. <gasps> climbing. Yeah, we are climbing. This is really good. Um, we're going to be finishing up the Marvel draft. We have a classic matchup. 
between Team Keith and Team Saf is going to be very good because the underdog, Keith, we didn't expect to get out of the first right. round. I wasn't expecting me to get out of the first round. <laughs> Thanks for the votes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be figuring that out. And then we're also going to play for third place, which is just going to be like kind of like a, hey, we're in third place. Good job. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's pale and, and Dustin. Our teams are stacked, but we're trash. Just to look ahead, I looked at the thing, and it's got Ant Man versus the Wasp. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. oh, no. oh man! Oh, but boy. that's coming up later. Yeah, yeah. Definitely coming up later. Well, it's coming up now, soonish. Um, and we have some uh, more beers. Plus, we have another brouhaha. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully, everyone here is excited about that. So let's get. To the Marvel Challenge for third place. Hoorah! <laughs> third place. All right, so right, let me see if I can I, – I have my team. I'm going to pull up the other team just to make sure that we have everything set up because without me, uh, last week, Pale would have had the wrong order. So uh, we're just going to double check. All right, so third place, it is Dustin versus Pale, and we have Star-Lord, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Thor, Scarlet Witch versus Cap – Wolverine, War Machine, Stephen Strange, and Gamora. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you haven't been listening, go back a couple episodes. What are you doing listening today? Fifty-five. Listen to the draft first, and then listen to the first round. It's like you just started watching the final four <laughs> in the final four. <laughs> All right. With that said, sorry, I don't mean to mock you all the time, but, you know, as a listener, you should be used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. You get on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, so for the first right. round matchup, we have the leaders, Cap versus Star-Lord. <sighs> Here's an interesting match. So... Cap's more of a ground. Star-Lord can do a mix of both, so mm-hmm. he's got the advantage on that front. But Cap's shield also gives him the advantage there. You can block anything he throws at him. Mm-hmm. I feel like a hand-to-hand combat, like Cap would just dominate star He would obliterate yeah. him. But Star-Lord's also got the blasters, which mm-hmm. Cap doesn't really have, but I think his shield and the throwing of the shield is still going to... He could take away the rocket feet if he could well-placed shield throw. Right. And Cap is much higher on the list than Star-Lord is. Yeah. He's stronger. He's probably faster if if you don't include, like, the whatever technology Star-Lord has. Yeah. Uh, Just a reminder, since this is the third round, we're going to keep this very brief. So, first instincts, probably. Yeah. Um, as a non-bias, I'm in the competition. I'm actually leaning towards Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this, yeah, if this is this is a pure ground fight, Captain America, every day. I mean, even if it wasn't pure ground and Star Lord was flying around, he he wouldn't be able to take Cap out. I, yeah, no. I think Cap's too strong. Yeah. yeah. Battle of the Claws for the hand to hand. This one's going to be more interesting. Ooh. Wolverine and Black Panther. Wolverine can regenerate, but Black Panther's got the suit. But right. wouldn't his claws still go through this? Uh, yeah, what is it's claw? adamantium versus vibranium. Which strong? Which is stronger? Isn't adamantium a mixture of? It's a mixture of vibranium and something else, right. some other type of metal. So it's always it's always like the can this cut through this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it can cut through it, then Wolverine wins easy. Mm-hmm. Or if not, just pure lasting Wolverine could probably outlast hmm. panther he can survive the scratches and whatever else that he has to do yeah yeah so i think it's he may be... have the super strength but the regeneration i mean you can't it's hard to kill wolverine yeah i think it comes down to who's right. who's going to give up and just i just can't last googled it which is stronger vibranium or adamantium the vibranium steel alloy that captain america's shield is made of is stronger than adamantium hmm that swings everything momentum-wise because he'll just bounce off of Panther's stuff or, you know, be like a parry almost. And then we saw in the movie the suit he was wearing could, like, absorb energy and then disperse it. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to think now Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Just based off of that 
stat alone, I would give it J- just that, you know, that him being able to soak in that, mm. absorb that power, and then just reuse it. It just might be a little bit too much for Wolverine. But again, but again, he's Wolverine relentless. Can, he's he's relentless. He can regenerate. He's gritty. He's gonna keep coming back. He regenerates. Like, I don't know. It's mm. it's tough. You just choke out Black Panther. I mean, you just go pure, get him in a headlock. I think that's you can yeah. Trash me all you want, but you know, I'm not letting you go. I can knock you out. That's all you can. Maybe drown him in water or something <laughs> somehow. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Suffocate him somehow. Battle again. Yeah, this is a good one. It's not like one of those quick ones where you can just pick. Oh, this one's obvious. Yeah, because they're pretty. Well, on paper, on paper, they're not too far off. Black Panther has the intelligence, so you could argue he might be able to come up with a way to defeat him. I don't know. Maybe sp- take use a speed to advantage. I'm putting my money on Black Panther in this one, just based on the technology the that they have in Wakanda and yeah. the vibranium being stronger than Animantia. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to hurt him. Yeah. Period. Hey, congratulations to place. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dustin's good at coming to fourth place on these. Yeah, I know. I felt like I had a good team. You, you know? did. Fourth place in I summer mean, movie wager. <laughs> I'm making a comeback this year. I've been studying. I, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. All right. So the main event. Bum, 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 bum. Keith versus Saf. Iron Man, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Quicksilver, Groot for Saf's team. Rocket, Hulk, Wasp, Vision, Punisher, Keith. Okay. So the battle of the leaders, Iron Man versus Rocket. I think this is going to be an easy no-brainer like yes. we had So we'll just before. quickly get through this. <laughs> uh, Iron Man has more tech. Rocket can make explosions, but Iron Man already has it. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a similar debate on the Olympics where it was yeah. Iron Man versus Rocket. and yep. Yeah. Uh, the next one down, hand to hand, Hulk wins. Also, not obvious choice. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna speed through this round too. Uh, then this next one Ooh. actually might take some. This, this is the one. Thought. You might just want to flip a coin on this one. <laughs> I know. Really. Ant Man versus the Wasp. If we're and, where we're at currently in the cinematic universe, because he's not real sure of Wasp's abilities. Yeah, it seems yeah. like she has a lot more than he does. She actually has the blasters, and he doesn't. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I see. When you developed the Ant Man suit, you didn't have the tech. I get it. <laughs> Oh no, I, I did. did. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's definitely he's been Ant Man longer yeah. in the movies. Yeah, but she's also the daughter of Pym and understands the technology more. And she's a badass fighter too. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's gonna be tough. I I like the experience of Ant Man more in this situation than the Wasp. I think the only thing he can grow and she can't. Right. Right. Right, and he's come out of the 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 extra extra small zone before. Like, he's, yeah, he's done the. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd hate to say it, but you know, I think Ant Man, the quantum realm, yeah, or whatever. Quantum realm. I think that Ant Man's got this one. Like, it's tough because we haven't really seen Wasp. Yeah, we I just know. have our speculations. Uh, she is a badass, but I think that. You know, Ant-Man has the experience between the two. And I feel like in the movie that she's going to be a good support. I feel like he's going to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is Ant-Man and the Wasp, not the Wasp and Ant-Man. Right. So at the end of the day, he is going to figure out something to solve the problem. He's going to be the hero and she's going to be there to help him out. And it's going to be like, oh, yeah, Wasp, awesome. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, yeah, Ant-Man's not pretty good. So, in right. a battle between them, I think it's, that... It'll, that'll be the closest battle that it, we, it would I think close. we've had so far. Yeah. I mean, we could technically flip a coin in this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just like Ant-Man. I, I'm leaning towards Ant-Man for all those reasons. All right. uh, this next one almost seems like a no-brainer. Vision's just going to destroy him. <laughs> yeah, yeah Vision's... <laughs> Vision's got it. Ooh, this next Groot one. Groot Punisher. Yeah. How much can Groot take before... I mean, How much of an arsenal does Punisher have? have yeah, it's like Groot's undestructible. He basically die, like, and now he's back. Like, yeah, he, he died. completely crashed yeah. and burned. But now there's a new Groot. So. Yeah, technically it's brand new Groot. Yeah. you know he died and was reborn. So I mean, technically the Punisher could kill him. Yeah, it, like if he had like a rocket launcher or something. He's, yeah, he needs some big ass rocket launcher. But he, because he's human, what's going to happen? 
Groot gets a hold of him, he's toast. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. it's over with. So how, is his guns going to be able to keep Groot away long enough? Is he going to break the twigs, yeah. break the arms, break the branches? It really, yeah, it comes down to how big of a gun he has. Yeah. Like, I feel like you almost need to be, like, a sword fighter. The longer the battle goes on, I think Groot has the advantage. If Punisher can do some a quick kill, then... just Yeah, it's it's the same thing with that and uh, Gamora, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, does he have the ability to end it quick? Right. Does he have a (laughs) flamethrower? Yeah. 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 That's about what it's going to take. I've never seen the Punisher use a flamethrower, but yeah, not no. to say he couldn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this one's tough. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I do hate it. But, I mean, everything is telling me that Punisher should be beating the Groot. <laughs> like everything. Like, unless, you know, you run out of bullets. It's not a real-life situation. It's a it's a comic book situation. I don't ever remember a superhero running out of bullets. Right, that's in true. A comic book. Yeah, and also Groot is higher on the list than the Punisher, but I just don't know. Like it's everything tells me, I think if Punisher had a flamethrower, he'd be an expert at it. <laughs> yeah, he'd he'd be amazing at it and flamethrower a bomb of any sort. Or, yeah, like some even, you know some bomb explosion. Napalm. We can find some grenade. Here, Groot, catch this. Okay. (laughs) And just... Like I said, because Groot can take a lot, but if Punisher can find a way to do it quick, then yeah. But if it's they're going to dance around, then Groot obviously has the advantage. I would give it to Groot. And none of these, like, one-on-one battles, is it going to be... If if it's like a comic book or a movie, it's not going to be instantly over. It's going to drag it out for three issues. Yep. (laughs) That Punisher would eventually find a way to easily get rid of them. If it's like first meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, Punisher's heads. Back to back to flipping the coin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, I'll let you do it since it, you're not in one of the two teams this time. Oh, God. Bum, 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 bum. Heads again, Punisher. Punisher! Both times Punisher won the coin toss. (laughs) So that means Keith should should name his fantasy football team (laughs) the the coin. No, the Punishers. (laughs) The Punishers. Or the coin. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to make his uh, fantasy football picks based off a flip of a coin. (laughs) Well, that's awesome, Keith. That was pretty sweet. I got a scrappy bunch there, I tell you. And since we brought up the summer movie wager, we might as well bring a little bit of itty bitty, itty bitty clip to discuss this. Welcome to episode 104. This is the the culmination of the summer movie wager, or the SMW, as everyone else calls it, for whatever reason. Because <laughs> it's easier. The, the, the game that Dustin has not figured out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got a text. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about SMW. And I was like, what's SMW? What's that SMW? <laughs> They're like, uh, have, you haven't really figured that out yet? I was like, no, I don't know how to play the game, so no, I haven't. Uh, but we are a few – well, when we recorded this, we were a few days away from the end. But by the time you hear it, uh, it is a couple weeks, weeks past ago, yeah. the yep. deadline. So these numbers are obviously going to be changed uh, different. But the standings – Aren't because the, yeah the movies aren't going to move that much yeah even if they do move much it's still past the deadline for summer movies yeah so uh, any surprises before we go through the list any surprises on that list that uh, really shocked you and not surprises as in Dustin sucks and <laughs> that was not a surprise that, no. I was expecting that fully uh, any like any surprises um hmm I had a couple what do you got Incredibles two being number one. I was not surprised by that. <laughs> I know you were. Well, you put it at number one, but I was just surprised that the a kids movie would that had been taken that taken like a fourteen year break from yeah. the original had been able to because like, kids didn't want to see it as people our age fourteen years ago and I didn't realize younger, that. Yeah, like, I want to go see this. Wanted yeah. to see that. So I've been waiting fifteen years for it. That's why all the Toy Stories make so much money because you watched it when you were a child, and now you can take your kids to it when they yep. release the like the third one. So it was like the perfect combination of. Parents and kids all wanting to see it just as much, and it made it number one. And then the other surprise was 
the Ocean's 8 movie that kind of came out of nowhere, I felt like. I wasn't very surprised by that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, I, well, I was surprised by Ocean's 8. If you go back to those episodes, you pretty much can hear that I was like, yeah, I teetered on putting them in my list yeah. and put them in Dark Horse. Uh, so I wasn't exactly surprised about it. Uh, the one that was very surprising was my Dark Horse pick, The Make. That is that was a surprise to me. That is yeah. uh, August tenth was the release date for that, and as of right now, it, the end of it was Aug- or September third. So we're just going to assume that right now, September third, three weeks for yeah. this movie, and it cracked a hundred million. I'm, yeah, and it, it really cracked good. the top ten. So it knocked out Equalizer two. So you guys all dropped one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So our dark horse. Yeah, your dark horse point. But it was. It, I thought it was very surprising. That and the skyscrapers just didn't do very well I, at all. That's two years in a row. No. The Rock screwed me. Yeah. Because I had Baywatch on my list last year. And yeah. So it, did that I. didn't oh, make your top ten. Yeah, uh, that. But those are the two main surprises. Not that I, you know, was gonna say, "Hey, like, so uh, skyscraper was on my list. I should have had it." But lots of movies beat it. Tag. I'm surprised didn't beat it, but Book Club beat it. it the close. first Purge beat it. Yeah, it was. Uh, Christopher Robin beat it. I don't even know what crazy, crazy rich Asians are, and they beat it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the sequel Equalizer. So Denzel's first uh, sequel ever beat it. It's just very surprising that. It went down that far. But Life of the Party, <laughs> yay. <laughs> that should be your biggest surprise. You had that as number four. <laughs> um, that, I wouldn't say I'm surprised by it as much as I am disappointed by it. <laughs> I, think. I think it just lacked a, the cast that needed to do any good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that uh, that Muppets, the R-rated Muppets movie, basically same cast. Right. And I think it's, it's just... Mel- everything's on Melissa McCarthy's back these days. Yeah, and I think that it's going to suffer because of that. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, those, I guess that's my biggest takeaway, or there's just those two, uh, the Meg and the, the Skyscraper, my two surprises. Yeah. Probably the biggest is Hotel Transylvania. I mean, yeah. I had it as a dark horse, but I didn't think it would be number seven. Yeah, that was I my didn't, surprise. It didn't surprise me because the first two did so well. I, that surprises me, too, that the first two did well. Like, yeah. Who's watching these movies? <laughs> me? Because <laughs> I, I think they're on Netflix, so a lot of kids are probably watching it yeah. all the time. So they were I excited. Mean, it is it an Adam out. Sandler movie. Is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize who was in it. Yeah. The main character is Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. his he's entourage. The, the it's his usual crew. Yeah, that's why it's all oh. over Netflix. Him and Andy Sandberg. Sandberg and, uh, um, all the Kevin, guys. What, what's the dude's name? Yeah. Um, uh, Kevin, Kevin James. Kevin Mal- James. Mal- 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 Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. That's his name. <laughs> the googly eyes dude uh, was in the movie. Yeah. He had a voice. What, Rob Schneider? Oh, no, that's not. Well, Rob sure Schneider, I think he was yeah, Of course he was he's in the, He's in the crew. Yeah. Yeah. What about Buscemi? Buscemi's in most of those movies. Yeah, yeah that's who I was talking about. The googly <laughs> yeah, eyes. Googly eyes. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> so he, he, took, he took a moment away from Boardwalk Empire. To... <laughs> I think that show's not on anymore. I don't know. I, just, I, I focus to my Netflix and my Amazon Prime TV. So if it's on there, it's it's current yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been off for like five years. Actually, ho- the first Hotel Transylvania was the first movie you've ever seen. Logan has oh. ever seen. Oh, <laughs> is it you? <laughs> we played in the been? car, and he was like the first full movie he ever watched. So you're responsible. Was he yeah. awake? He was awake the whole time, and he laughed a couple times. He giggled. Hmm. So. I wonder if you understood the adult jokes that Paul doesn't get. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like, what are you laughing at? Uh, I didn't even get it. <laughs> Kid, what are you laughing at? I don't understand. <laughs> He's going to be so much smarter than me. <laughs> Won't take much. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> move on. Uh, so should we reveal the scores? Yeah, I was just sure. holding off. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were That's trying important. to leave that out of the episode. So last we did a recap or like a like in the middle of the summer we did like a little recap or catch mm-hmm. up to where the scores were. Yeah, and I was in the lead at that I point. I think you had thirty one points at the time. <laughs> I did. I, did. Oh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I was in the lead with thirty one points. Anybody want to guess how many points he has now? Oh, oh my lord! <laughs> it never moved <laughs> no, for like two straight months. He still has thirty-one points. No. But now he's in dead last. Instead of dead first. Oh, oh my lord! I mean, it did move a little bit because I had Life of the Party up there, and then a couple other movies came yeah. and went. <laughs> so. yep. Yeah, movies kicked Life of the Party out, but you got points, but you just lost points in the process. Yeah, 
Definitely. And then... That was last place with 31. Yeah. Keith uh, has 43 points. 43. So you beat Dustin. I did. I was asking, right? <laughs> it wasn't a. It wasn't like a, a brawl like last year because mm-hmm. it was me versus the world at that point. Because <laughs> you three had within like a point. Yeah, we were. It was a yeah. tough battle last year. Yeah. So uh, forty three points for Keith. Uh, your big one right there was Mission Impossible. You got it yep. right on. Oh yeah, got that one dead on. And that just happened because I think Ant Man was six up until like last week. So then we have Pale at 67 points, our winner from last year, but not the winner this no, year. No, <laughs> not happening this year. Wow, you had four Even on with my points. four dead-ons. Yeah. Wow. Wow, well, you guys are pretty much, if you look at the scores, uh, you both have a one. You both have four sevens. You both have dead-ons, which are tens. The only difference is a five. Versus a 10. I think, no. A 5 versus a 7. Oh, yeah. A 5 versus a 7. And then a 10 versus a 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what killed me. His dead on number 1 and then yep. his Ocean's 8 pick, I think. Yeah, so pale, 67. Which means Saf wins. 72 points. Dang. Yeah, so now I owe you two rounds of beers. Because <laughs> I have not paid up yet. I'm not going to forget, though. All right, that should conclude the Drinking Geek Out Best of 2018. I'm glad you all could uh, check out everything uh, today. It was a, a lovely hour. Uh, great discussions happened. Uh, and this is basically what we felt were our best shows. You guys obviously have a say in this. If you think that there was an episode that you liked, or if there's an episode in 2019 that you do like, please let us know. Social media, uh, we have uh, Twitter. So, twitter.com slash drinkinggeekout. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash drinkinggeekout. We're on Instagram, instagram.com slash drinkinggeekout. Uh, please let us know everything there. Uh, if you like it, you know, you can subscribe to our podcast, you can follow us on those social medias, and then we can just grow from there. Uh, but this is it for now. Uh, upcoming, we have episodes from Keith and Pale, hopefully coming soon. And then we also have our preview and review. So 2019 coming up and essentially uh, a beer review that we've done for 2018. So hopefully that's going to be coming out soon. So hopefully you enjoy uh, this best of. I know I enjoyed making it. Uh, it's kind of a, a long uh uh, a long road to fi- you know to find specific uh, shows that uh, I liked, we liked. Uh, but I'm glad that you're here with me today. So from here at my lovely Southern studio, drink up and geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.